Hello and welcome to another episode. This is going to be installment number two on facts that aren't true. I have 10 new facts that people commonly believe, but it turns out they aren't really facts because they are not true. In a lot of them, there is some partial truth in there, but others are just full-blown wrong. If you missed the first episode of Facts That Aren't True, I encourage you to check that one out. But without further ado, let's get into it. Before we begin today's episode, I want to tell you that if you like this content and you want to support me, there are links to my Patreon, Venmo, and more in the description on Spotify, or you can go to my YouTube channel and click in the link in the banner that says support the channel. You can also check me out on YouTube, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search Planet Peterson on those platforms. Okay, back to the episode. Our first untrue fact is the idea that blood is blue in our veins. So we can blame the human body and educational books for this one. It's true that veins do look blue. You can just look somewhere on your hand right now and see that the veins definitely look blue. So why is this? Well, the light that hits our skin is made of multiple different wavelengths. The color something appears is a result of which wavelengths are reflected rather than absorbed. Now, in reality, all objects reflect all wavelengths of color. It's just that one color is dominantly reflected towards you. So when you look at something and it looks blue, it's not the case that only blue light is hitting you. All different colors of light are hitting you but blue is the most intense and there's more of it. So with regard to our bodies, red light penetrates farther into our flesh, so less of it is reflected back. Blue light doesn't penetrate nearly as far. This is what causes veins just below the skin to look bluish. You can see a similar sort of effect if you've ever held your fingers or your hand over a flashlight. Hospitals, in fact, will use red light to make it easier to find veins, which appear even darker compared to when viewed with white light. Nightclubs actually will use blue lights in their bathrooms because blue light obscures the veins, discouraging IV drug users. When you shine blue light, everything sort of looks the same and the veins just kind of disappear. So that's the biological reason. Another reason is that veins are almost always drawn blue in textbooks. This is only done to differentiate them from the arteries. If you've ever seen a cadaver or done a dissection, which I have, then you know that nothing that's drawn in our book illustrations is really true to life. But does oxygen-poor blood change color at all? Well, yes, it actually does, but blood that has low oxygen is deep red, not blue. Blood that is oxygen-rich is bright red. Deer hunters know this. Deer can run for hundreds of yards after being shot, so hunters will follow a blood trail, and if they find bright red blood, then that tells them that they hit a lung. The next untrue fact is that dogs pant because they can't sweat. So, sweat is not just salty water glands used to cool the body. That is what our sweat glands do, but that's not the only thing they can do. Merocrine sweat glands are those that release salty water for cooling. And dogs do have those kinds of sweat glands, but only in their paw pads. Dogs have apocrine sweat glands all throughout their body. And these glands primarily release pheromones for dog-to-dog -dog communication. 
Now, it is true that dogs do pant to help cool down, but it's not true that they can't sweat. Panting is also not the only way that dogs cool down. Dogs will also dilate the blood vessels near their skin. That makes those blood vessels wider, and so therefore heat releases from the blood in those blood vessels more easily, so this is a way of drawing out stored up internal body heat. Our next untrue fact is that ostriches bury their heads in the sand. First of all, there's no reason why an ostrich would even want to do that. Ostriches are some of the best runners on the planet. They can steadily run faster than 30 miles per hour for up to 30 minutes. It's been estimated that an ostrich could run a marathon in 35 minutes. Meanwhile, the human world record is a little under two hours. Ostriches can also kick with tremendous force. They have very, very large claws on their enormous middle toe, and they can actually kill medium-sized animals. But it is true that ostriches will hide. However, they don't hide by burying their heads. That's like a toddler covering their eyes thinking they are invisible because, well, if they can't see the danger, the danger can't see them. Ostriches will lay down with their whole bodies, not just their heads. Now, ostriches do dig small pits in the ground to lay their eggs in, and ostriches do maintain their nests, rotating the eggs, adding stuff, taking stuff out, and they do that not with their gigantic feet, but with their beaks and their heads, so they can be a little bit more delicate. Now, if you observe ostriches in the wild, you may see them bent over with their head down for very long stretches of time, and perhaps that's where the myth came from. Next is carrots improve your vision. Now, this is true, but not entirely true. If you already have 20-20 vision, then eating more carrots will not improve your vision beyond that. You've maybe heard that eating too many carrots will tint your skin orange. That is a true fact. Carrots contain a lot of beta-carotene. That's the precursor molecule that eventually turns into vitamin A. And excess beta-carotene in our bodies will tint your skin orange, but it probably won't tint the skin like on your face or your arms or your torso orange. The tinting will be most noticeable on light patches of skin, such as the palms of your hands or the soles of your feet. Bonus fact, vitamin A poisoning causes the body to almost dissolve from within. Excess vitamin A in the body will act as a detergent, which is a type of molecule that can break down cellular membranes. For whatever reason, polar bears store vast quantities of vitamin A in their livers. I've read some horror stories from early polar explorers who killed and ate polar bears, including the liver, only to have all of the skin on their entire body fall off and their brains to hemorrhage. So, moral of the story is, do not eat polar bear liver. Next up is, lightning never strikes the same place twice. If that was true, then lightning rods would be disposable and one of the most useless inventions ever. The next fact that isn't true is, toads cause warts. Warts are caused by HPV, the human papillomavirus. Toads don't carry human viruses. But that's not to say that viruses cannot jump species. Many of them can, and they're called zoonotic viruses. They include rabies, avian influenza, swine flu, such as the H1N1, Ebola, hendrovirus, 
Nipah virus, Hantavirus, West Nile, Zika, SARS, and Lassa virus. If you want to read a really great book about these, check out Spillover by David Quammen. It was written before COVID happened, but it gives eerie predictions. The next fact that isn't true is you should drink eight glasses of water a day. While we should make sure that we wash our hands and always take your entire antibiotic prescription, many health-related generalizations are bad, including this one. Eight glasses of water is half a gallon if we assume a glass is one cup. That's far more water than the typical person needs. Drinking excessive amounts of water causes your blood to become diluted. This can cause hyponatremia, which is low sodium concentrations in the blood. The symptoms can include headaches and nausea. There's also full-blown water intoxication. Water intoxication happens when you intake so much water that the body actually pulls essential things like electrolytes out of the tissue and puts it into the blood to try to match the concentration. I looked up a case report where the United States Army tried to study this. So what they saw is soldiers developed symptoms of water intoxication after consuming at least two quarts of water per hour. Now that's a pretty fast rate of drinking water, but I see a lot of people carry around really enormous flasks and their goal is to drink the whole thing before noon. Now, if the symptoms develop when you drink two quarts of water per hour, does that mean that you'll be completely fine if you only drink 1.9 quarts of water per hour? Well, no, you're probably going to be suffering at some level. I don't know if people remember this, but when I was in high school, I think this is around 2007, the Nintendo Wii came out and there was a competition called Hold Your Wii for a Wii and one woman tragically died. The way the competition went was you were forced to drink water but not allowed to go to the bathroom. People would drop out of the competition when they just couldn't take it anymore and had to go pee. Well, one woman was so committed to winning this Wii that she unfortunately died. The bottom line with this one is we're all different. And so we shouldn't be subscribing to some generalization with our health as a fix it. Another thing to keep in mind is that if you're eating a good diet, food is mostly water. I mean, think about it. You're a living thing. You're 70% water. The meat you eat should be mostly water inside of it, in fact. And for vegetables, it's probably even more extreme. The problem is our diets don't reflect nature very well because we eat a lot of heavily processed food. So I'm not saying you shouldn't drink water, but you're probably getting water in more ways than you think. The next fact that isn't true is that sugar causes hyperactivity. I don't really have very much to say about this. There just simply is no data that supports the idea. The next fact that isn't true is goldfish have a three second memory. While I usually hate it when people use this as an argument, it is true that they did do a Mythbusters episode on this. Saying Mythbusters proved it is kind of like saying, Google it. You know, the debate ends right then and there. But it is actually a really good episode. The way it worked was they gave the goldfish an incredibly easy maze to solve. The goldfish just had to go from one side of the tank to the other by swimming through some openings. And those openings were at different heights, and they trained them by putting little food rewards inside the circles. 
And what they found at the end is you could train a goldfish to go from one side of the maze to the other very quickly. It's just classical conditioning. Our final fact that isn't true for this episode is that bulls don't like the color red. Bulls are not totally colorblind, but they lack red color receptors. This is known as protonopia. An individual with protonopia would look at a rainbow or color wheel and only be able to see blue and shades of yellow. Red, orange, yellow, and green would all appear yellow, while purple would be a dark blue. And then blue would look as it would to anybody else. That does it for this episode. Hopefully you enjoyed it, learned a little bit. I'll see you next week. 